Hello, folks. This episode is brought to you by Official Clothing. Official Clothing is a hip-hop streetwear brand out of Tucson, Arizona, headed by the homie casual. And if you want the finest hip-hop hats, shirts, bracelets, pins, you can go to official.com right now. That's O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com right now. Use promo code TABLEDRAGGER, that's all one word, at checkout, and you will get 25% off your first order. That is such a good deal. OHFISHL.com. Live by your own rules. Thank you, Kaz. The show is also brought to you by Sleep Terror Clothing. Sleep Terror Clothing is a dark streetwear brand creating bold occult and tattoo-inspired clothing, including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and art prints. If you would like to dare to be different, you can go to sleepterrorclothing.com right now, use code TABLEDRAGGER, all one word, at checkout, and get 15% off your first order. Sleep Terror Clothing. Follow your own path. Or... See you in your dreams! <laughs> that will never get old to me. I just want all of you to know that. I will always do that, no matter what. If you're like wondering when that starts, you're like, is he going to do it? Yeah, he's going to do it. That will be my secret... Uh, that will be my, my, uh, mes- my secret message to you. All of you that hear just this one episode, I'm only going to say it on this episode. If I ever don't do that, that's my sign that you need to try and get in touch with me. I'm in trouble. That's my safe word. That's right. Uh, Thank you, John, for putting up with me. Love you. And if you want to hear me on another podcast, you can do that. I do a podcast with my wife, Beth, called The Untrained Eye. It's a very good show about what's happening. The only show about what's happening, in fact. And I highly recommend it. That's right. I can highly recommend it and feel good about that because I'm only one half of the show. So the half of the show I'm recommending, I happen to know, is top-notch. So check out The Untrained Eye. Uh, the links to all of the sponsors, Culla, The Untrained Eye, is all in the description. And with all that being said, here is the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Dragging the Table. My name is DJ, and welcome to the apocalypse. That's right. You obviously saw the presidential debate on Tuesday, and now you look out your window, and there is a fiery hellscape out there. Nope, you're not in California. It's anywhere in America. You did it. You did it. You've made it all the way to the end. You thought to yourself, Clearly, we couldn't make it all the way to the end of this, I don't know, cosmic joke, but here we are. Who knew? Who knew that, you know, I was born in the year 1983, and in that year, a lot of things happened. Uh, well, I assume. You would have, I don't know, whatever. Did a lot of things happen? I'm sure. At least 365 things happened. Unless it was a leap year, in which case, 
366 things happened. Is that true? I don't even remember how many days are in a year anymore because it doesn't matter. It just absolutely could not matter. Wait, I want to see something real quick. How how many people watched the first debate? Mm-mm-mm. Did you think this was not going to be about politics at all? It kind of almost had to be. Oh, well, the New York Times says not as much as Trump-Biden clash was watched by at least 73 million. Huh. I find that very interesting because A, COVID times, and B, uh, apparently the Hillary-Trump first debate got 84 million that can can that possibly only be counting the people that were watching on television and not the people that were watching on Hulu and YouTube and everywhere else because I've got to imagine that in this time of uh how would you say it the realization that we don't have much attention span and then we're like oh my god there's nothing to do and nowhere to go gotta look at something at some point Like we, I just, I feel like this is a terrible, this is a terrible uh, direction to go with the show because, you know, I, I, well, it's, it's bad for me because I'll eventually sound stupid. Like there's no way I can talk about politics for more than five minutes and not eventually sound like a moron, but it's just so. It seems unbelievable. Like I've paid attention to pol- I paid attention to politics for a little bit. I knew a little bit about it. I knew enough that I could hold a relatively decent conversation about it. And then at some point I realized that I was getting too wound up in it to the point to where it was giving me headaches and I was just like, you know, I'll just stop. I'll just stop paying attention and my life was there is probably if you looked at my happiness level throughout my life i'm sure that around the time i stopped paying attention to politics you can see a, a sharp spike oh, you can see a sharp spike upward because good grief man like it's and i'm telling you to anyone listening to this that thinks like oh well it's because trump uh whatever it's because biden whatever like no it's not that. It's that we are witness like because we are in this pandemic time, we are bearing witness to something and paying attention to it in a way that we just haven't in so long. Like people talk about how like oh back in the day when Dan Rather or whoever it was that was like, you know, you got your nightly news at 6, it ended at 7. Everyone just looked at each other and then drank a glass of hot milk and went to bed. Like, that's what it used to be. And everybody was on the same page. Like, that's what we are. That's what we are now with politics. Like, we get to see everything play out in real time, and no one's, everyone's exhausted every other thing to do to the point to where Carol Baskin is like, please continue to pay attention to me. 
I'm on Dancing with the Stars. And yet, I'm going to have an interview about how people are so mean to me, and I wish they would stop thinking about me and talking about me and being so mean. Hey, lady, get off television. Stop putting yourself out there. It's not like you weren't able to make money by grifting uh, poor morons who thought you were helping cats. You're not. No one's tricked by you. But with politics, like, it's... What's infuriating is looking at people, looking at the people in politics uh, just jerk each other off like they always have and then watch people who never paid attention to it ever start to pay attention on a, on, on a level that just, again, hasn't happened in so long that people are shocked. There are so many people that are shocked and it's to me it's frustrating to wait for the shocked people to catch up. Uh, because again, I, I don't want to say this as though I am some kind of authority or I have any kind of real working knowledge of how our government works. I'm a moron. I please, please do not think I know what I'm talking about in that sense. But again, I paid attention enough to know that like it's it, it's a it, what is the what is the what is the the context of an Ouroboros, the snake eating itself. I don't know. If it's a good context, then maybe this is a bad analogy. But if it's just a neutral context, then I would say that that's what the government is uh, on its best day. It's just eating itself always. Uh, it's never full. It's never satiated. It's never ending. Uh, and you aren't important. If you're listening to this right now, the odds of you being important are slim to none and slim left four years ago. You're done. And we think, we really think, like, that is the craziest part. Is like, we see some debacle, like that debate on uh, Tuesday, and we pay attention to what a debacle it was, and not the fact that we're here now. We're here. There's no going back now. There is no going back. Whether you vote for uh, the old guy or the old guy, where there is no there is no turning the clock back there is no getting back to normalcy there is no ah the good old days and by the way whatever you know hilarious how how people want a return to normalcy but when you hear someone say make america great again you, there's some kind of an uproar like listen there is if you're going to put uh, we need to return to normalcy in the context of like Obama, then make America great again. You need to put in the context of, I don't know, Bush or Reagan or something instead of whatever uh, racial context you're putting to it. I'm not, I'm not speaking to that. I'm not saying that that's what I think. I'm just saying, if you're like, this is enough, we need to, we need to get back to politics as usual. Like, that's just as stupid as saying MAGA. And because it's, neither is going to happen ever again. There is no MAGA. There is no normal. It's this now. And if you don't accept that, you are a fool because it's, you're just going to continue to have the wool pulled over your eyes over and over and over again. And we need to look at this as the opportunity that it is. The wool is gone. No wool anywhere to be seen. We are getting to see, we're getting a front row seat to the travesty that is uh, what we have let the government become. It's imploded into itself. Uh, it's just this, 
uh, it's just this place for millionaires to become multimillionaires. It's not a place to help you, someone that would be listening to someone like me. The government is not here to help you. It just isn't. If it was, then we would be uh, we would be on our our second stimulus. And I'm not saying I agree with that either, but what I am saying is is that we somehow were able to pull trillions of dollars from nowhere that we didn't have. We didn't have that for healthcare. Impossible. No way we could have that. Suddenly a pandemic shows up. People are out of work for a couple months and then $1,200, we're just going to slide that right into your pocket. Don't even trip. You need a loan for your small business? Hey, man, don't even trip. We got you. But yet, and again, I've made this point before, but I'll make it again. We were like, hey, give us something and we'll just, we'll be pacified. And they gave it to us and we were, and we're getting nothing else. It's just, it makes me so frustrated to watch this all go down. And it makes me mad at Donald Trump because... Why did you make me pay attention to this again? Couldn't you just have been not you? Like, I don't want to think about this. I want to be one of the people that is like, I'm going to, like, just watches the debate, thinks it was fine, and was like, I'm voting for this guy because I already was going to vote for this guy, and what he said I liked, and I hate the other guy. End of thought on this. Or, probably even better, because it's probably what really happened, is the people that, the majority of people that probably just watched the highlights and were like, see, I told you my guy was my guy, and that's exactly why he is, because of, did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? It was great. It was a slam dunk. How many people said that to other people on Wednesday? It was a slam dunk. Shut up. It was a slam dunk to our country. Our country got dunked on on Tuesday. We got dunked on. We got 360 backboard shattered dunked on so hard and don't even know what happened. We're still unconscious from it. It's amazing. It's amazing to me. I, I, it, I, I don't know what to say. Clearly, that's a lie, I just realized, as I said it. I don't know what to say, he says, being 10 minutes into this thing. I don't know what to say. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine I'm the only one that feels this way. And even if I am, and, and anyone listening to this disagrees, like, let, hey, listen, I... I <laughs> There, legend says I used to have guests on this show. Like, please, I, anyone who would like to talk, because I don't want to debate. I'm not trying to debate anyone. If you just want to come on and talk about, uh, and that's not to say that I don't want to talk to someone who has a different ideology than I do, which, you know, <laughs> play, the, play the game of trying to figure out what my where my loyalties lie. I don't even know. So, good luck. But... I'm not trying to get in a fight with anyone, but I would love to talk to someone who can either, no, I was going to say either confirm or deny my how, how crazy I feel, but I would like to talk to someone who is like, no, DJ, it's not what you think it is. You are, you too are being swept up in the media uh, frenzy that is happening. You are being duped. This is why this isn't as bad as you think. That's the person I want to talk to. 
If you're out there or you know that person, share this episode to them and be like, help him. Listen to the ridiculous nature of his talking. Help him. That's what I would truly love. So aggravating. God dang it. Is there anything good happening right now? I don't know. It's Friday. How about that? Your work week's over. Did you ever think about that? Did you ever enjoy your work week? No, but you did enjoy Friday. Does anyone listening to this show truly enjoy their work? Because I I don't know that I... I don't hate my job in any way, but I don't know that I love it. Does that make sense? I don't know. This That feels like another... I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not going to lie. I'm debating whether or not just to end this episode right now and have it be a short one where I just go crazy for a few minutes. Um, It doesn't seem like a terrible idea. So I think I am going to do that because I... uh, I'm going to leave this short because I would like you to, if you are... If you have any opinions on what I said, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter, at Table Dragger, and just be like, hey dumb or a smart or well if you think this was smart please but if you would like to uh enlighten me please uh make me feel better about what's going on please do if you have a good idea for a guest that could uh school me up please please i would love to learn more because like i said am a moron so, yeah, you can do that at Table Dragger on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can send me an email, table, what is my email? Draggingthetablepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, really, I thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you have no idea. Uh, I can't believe, even when I skip a couple weeks, uh, you know, I'll put an episode out and still get downloads out there. So, I know you guys are out there. I appreciate you for sticking with me, even though I've been less than consistent with this show. Um, if you'd like to support this show, uh, two, a, a couple good ways you can do it are checking out my sponsors, uh, Official Clothing, that's O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com, and use code, uh, <laughs> use code promo code at checkout. There you go. No, use code table dragger, all one word at checkout for 25% off your first order. Or you can go to sleepterrorclothing.com and use code table dragger and get 15% off your first order. I think that's a pretty good deal on both of those. And if you want the greatest deal of all, uh, and you like the music that you heard on this episode, you can go to Culla.com, that is C-U-L-L-A-H.com, and you can get all of the music you heard on this show and so much more for free. Why? Because Culla has it figured out. I don't know how this dude uh, is able to make money and tour and do all the stuff that he does. Didn't tour this time around, COVID, you know? But, like, he's... He's killing it. Like I really, I really admire him in the way that he is uh, his business plan, business model. Uh, because he, you know, again, it, it's a it's a wild gamble to put out your music for free and just hope that the money will come in the way of uh, album sales. Uh, in the, well, physical album sales, touring, uh, just people donating. Like it's. Uh, it's a really cool thing, and I really appreciate that. So check out Culla. And am I forgetting anything? Man, I always forget. Well, whatever. All right, guys. Thank you all for listening, and keep dragging.